Welcome to the Vlog Pastors Podcast, a podcast all about the stories and strategies of sharing God's love in the digital world. Now, here are two pastors that love to put a camera in their face and walk around in public. They are the Chandler Bing and Joey Tribbiani of Digital Ministry, Jared Brown and Joshua Verwers. <laughs> I, lo- I love that hat flip. That hat Dude, flip. That was so unscripted. I had no idea that you were doing that. That was amazing. Right. I like I went to cover up the camera and this hat goes flying over my shoulder. I'm like, "Oh, that guy nailed it." Yeah. That it, was such a good one. Yeah, and for those that are listening to this and not watching it, uh you've got to come watch it. You've got to go check us out and see the Vlog Pastors podcast as we are live on Thursdays. Whenever we get to it, um, roughly the noon hour, at least that's kind of what we're looking at today. Hey, we shot for 10 o'clock this morning, so I think we are right on time. What is it? 10, we did, 12, yes. 30? Yep, we shot for 10, um, and I think it's it's about 10 somewhere in the world, so we're, we're <laughs> good. But no, the, this is true. the half flip, that was, I, I remember we were walking out of the hotel, the Sahara, and as we got around that little corner, I saw you doing your outro and everything, and you're getting ready with the hat, and I was like, oh yeah. This is going to happen. So I just took my hat and just tossed it to you. But the timing of that bad boy was yeah. just impeccable. And I had no <laughs> clue he was doing it. So my hat's coming off. And as it was rolling over the shoulder, I was just like, well done. Yep. That was so well played. Yep, yep. Uh, Andrew uh, Andrew Latisau is in the chats over Andrew. on YouTube right now. And he says, uh, who is Chandler and who is Joey of the Vlogpasters? Because we are the... Chandler Bing and Joey Tribbiani of Digital Ministry. I have no idea. I just, whenever you were proposing that whole idea, I thought that's that's pretty clever. That, that would fit us. <laughs> just hamming it up all the time. Yes. Um, I'm not sure who would be what. I would venture to say it depends on the day. <laughs> Yeah. It it really depends on the day. Uh, Mama's on the chat over on YouTube as well, saying that she tried at 11 o'clock, but thought, oh, not today. Well, you thought wrong. Surprise! Surprise, so, Debs! Jason Mayfield saying, the vlog pastor's live without Jason Mayfield. Weekly! You know, Jason, you <laughs> are going to be on here yep. maybe before the coronavirus quarantine is finished. Um, we will see. I've actually, I was, before we even went live, uh, Jared, you were, I think you had some stuff to take care of and I'm sitting here on the computer and I'm creating these video overlays. So you see kind of like this, uh, this overlay that we got right here, um, with just the, the, the gold Hawkeye gold border. Uh, and then I created this one here and Hawkeye, I actually have another one that is already made and ready to go for Jason Mayfield when he joins us. Um, but I need to work out a couple of these bugs and make sure that we at least get the, the, the two of us that are figuring things out. Even if you do gray in and out quite often, that's, that's quite all right. So it's gotta be Skype, man. Yeah. So one of the things that we're going to be doing here on the vlog pastors podcast today, we're actually going to be talking about, um, mistakes that churches are making when it comes to online video, when it comes to streaming or creating their video, whatever they're doing, some mistakes that we are seeing them make. However, before we even get to that, you know what? I want to do, I want to do some fun little stuff. I really want to do some fun stuff. And so one of the things that we are going to try here, um, if I would have had my news 
program announcement going in, I would have actually done it. Uh, I don't think I have that. Um, let me double check. Oh, wait. Actually, you know what? Look at this. I think I actually do. So... Oh, you actually have one. Dude, you put some work in on this. Get it. This week in the Babylon Bee. Here are your news reports from this week in the Babylon Bee. First and foremost, did you know that America is actually preparing for plagues 2 through 10? That's right. <laughs> We're preparing. We're trying to get it going. I was looking at this that, article. That feels legitimate. For those of you that don't know who the Babylon Bee is, it's a satire news station or news report, and it's just downright hilarity. But here's what it says. It says that it is unclear what the next plague will be, but it is quite certain that everyone will complain about it, but not change their ways at all until at least eight more plagues after that. Some wish, though, that God would be more specific on what wickedness they're being punished for, as there is a lot of wickedness going on, so people know exactly which one to definitely not stop doing. Holy cow. I have not seen that one. That is scary. That's that's not funny. That's just scary. That's oh, accurate. It is it is so hilariously accurate because unfortunately I think that's what we're often seeing with things is that people are just losing their mind. And it's like you're going to complain about absolutely everything, but of course nobody's going to change their ways. Not a bit. And not it, a lick. And it's like when 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 did you ever read the Bible and get the idea that God didn't want you to change your ways. <laughs> it's like, I mean, the the whole point of Christianity in general is to be more like him and less right. like us. Um, right. So it's like, yeah, it was just uh, funny, funny stuff. Um, hey, that's good. I absolutely really love good. that one. All right. Our second news story of this week in the Babylon Bee is that churches are now adding laugh tracks after the pastor's jokes. <laughs> According to sources among the church's members, nobody at home was laughing, but that was all right because the laugh track did all the heavy lifting for them. That's bad. Yeah. Pastor That's... Jim joked Sunday morning, how do we know that God loves baseball? Because the Bible starts with, in the big inning... Get it? Able? Like, able? No. So bad. Why couldn't Cain please God? Because he wasn't able. Oh, my goodness. Just keep on driving. Keep on going. Okay, so it says the the laugh track nearly died from how funny that one was. (laughs) Cracking up for over a minute. It does change things. I, this is hilarious, but it, it does change things. Did you watch Saturday Night Live or like a snippet of Saturday Night Live? I did not. Was if there laugh familiar, tracks all the time? No, there were none. They took out the laugh tracks, but well, you know they normally do it in front of a live studio audience. Saturday Night Live. It was just, it was it was awkward. And in my personal opinion, having grown up with Saturday Night Live, off and on, I've not got religiously watched it or anything, but. It was like it was it was rough to watch because they say a joke and then there's nothing. That's yeah. And it's it's kind of awkwardly funny sometimes anyway, but it helps whenever the audience hops in there and kind of laughs mm-hmm. a little bit. But nothing still. 
it was it was it was painful still nothing no that's no. yeah yeah it was painful all right are we ready yep next news item number three study shows that 92 percent of christians get all of their theology from bumper stickers the favorite <laughs> doctrines of american christians include the following cleanliness is next to godliness if it ain't king james it ain't bible Jesus saves, everyone else rolls for damage, love the casserole, hate the calories, God helps those who help themselves, God won't give you more than you can handle, when God locks you in the trunk, he at least gives you a snorkel, Christianity isn't a religion, it's a relationship, God answers, knee mail, hipster Jesus loved you before you were cool, and sunscreen prevents sin burns. Yes. <laughs> Ouch. The, the story painful. continues to go on, and it says that publishing time, LifeWay study representatives had confirmed that, quote, don't drive faster than your guardian angel can fly was voted the favorite Bible verse among American Christians. <laughs> uh, and in sports... American sports fans would even watch soccer at this point. Sports <laughs> Illustrated surveyed its online users to gauge whether the where the level of desperation is during this crisis. According to the results, 58% of American sports fans were, quote, almost willing to watch an entire soccer game if almost. it were new content. This is a huge spike from the 0.7% that Sports Illustrated reported in a similar survey last year. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that isn't that good? Where's my laugh track? That's what I need. I need a laugh track for myself. Wait, hold on. Yeah. You have another? <clears throat> there, I just had applauses. Oh. So, nope, that was it. That was it. That is this week in the Babylon Bee. Wowzer. <laughs> so, wow. No, there's the thing I like about um satire comedy is just funny but the satire news source of the babylon Bee is that they're actually hitting on some very real things that are oh, going yeah. on that one about the like you said with saturday night live it's just odd it's just strange and really if we're sitting here and we're thinking about this from a oh like a um pastor's perspective adding the laugh tracks it, it it's it's crazy hard um I can't, there have been times in the past when I showed up at church and just preached to myself uh, because of weather or whatnot, but man, to be able to do it, no, I, I, I'm not sure I could handle the way that um, a lot of, a lot of ministers are doing it now where they're going in week after week and it's an empty church and just kind of preach into, you know, a cell phone and their wife. And it's like, or husband, if it happens to be a female pastor, it's just one of those that that's, I, I'm not quite sure. I, I don't think that's something that I could be doing right now because it's just, 
so odd and so foreign and so difficult. I mean, even like what you and I have been doing, Jared, for those that don't know, we've been doing vlog style sermons. And so what we've been doing is really just kind of recording ourselves. Now we've spent the last couple years for me and the last few for you getting used to doing that. So we're kind of used to walking around in public with a camera in our face. That becomes a little bit easier. Man, I, I couldn't imagine the difficulty that pastors are facing right now when everything they've done and everything they know is, you know, in front of a congregation. Well, dude, I mean, it is just walking with a few of my fellow pastors through this thing. It's tough because they're used to and good at being in front of people. These are phenomenal speakers and phenomenal like personalities Mm -hmm. and faithful men of God. It's just the, the... the cheese has been moved, as we say in our parts. Like, God moved the cheese, and so now we're on different platforms, and we're reaching people in a different manner, and those particular static, you know, sitting 30 feet away, mom's holding the cell phone, you can't hear a thing that he's saying, and he's he's launching jokes from, you know, that nobody was going to get anyway. Right. It's, it's, it doesn't work out. So that's that's been kind of... Interesting, but let me let me preface this whole conversation before we dive into it because that is what we yeah. want to talk about today. Um, you would probably represent the polished, like look at this thing, look look at how this is put together, look at this box that I'm in. It's golden. It has my name down here. It's you, you know, he's got overlays and video, and we're live streaming on eight different platforms or whatever's going on. <laughs> it's phenomenal, and th- he didn't get here overnight. Uh, I would represent an earlier stage. In, in the whole process, like uh, when we were bringing up our church, which I'm used to video, but the rest of my congregation isn't, and we wanted to try something more family style, more where everybody brings a piece, there was a huge and still is a huge learning curve. So I don't want to have this come across like we know everything about what's going on. This is how a church needs to do it moving forward. Uh, we, uh, Josh has his own particular style. Their church has their own style of how they present the message, and we have our own particular style. And both of them, I would assume, are changing in this whole process. My only rub is with the churches who are maintaining the status quo of what worked in the past and not and are not willing to adopt a new form or a new style or a new packaging. The message is still the same. But adjusting to the times a little bit. The folks who are not doing that—that's that's who we get to we get to pick at a little bit and prod into the future or into the current, actually. Because no no shame on anybody. We just leap forward 20 years in time. We've been saying this for forever. This is what's coming down the pipe. We need to prepare. We need to make sure that we're getting ready for things like this because there will be videos, you know, premium. We need to learn how to reach people through video online in a native format. Well, here we go. Maybe yep. that was several years down the road. It's it's now right here, right now. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're there. We're having to to figure a lot of things out. I want to jump in. Actually, I just want to jump straight in because I want to know what are some of the big mistakes that you're seeing make. I think you know. I, I sit there and I look at scripture. I look at the Bible. I love honestly. I love the Ten Commandments. I love it because it gives you not only the thou shalls, but it gives you the thou shall nots. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times those shall nots help you get to the thou shalls. And so that's why I want to, I want to see if we can focus in on 
some of the mistakes. And so I think let's go back and forth. Um, And we didn't number this. We haven't talked about this ahead of time. This is us just kind of rolling with it and seeing what happens. Um, So I've I've got one for you. And I think think I would argue that it is probably the most paramount. Okay. And that is uh, not adapting to change, which I just mentioned just before. I think that needs to be first, like not even trying, just barely getting by, just forcing the old to happen. That's the one mistake that I, that is the that is the biggest one. Whenever I I flip on, you know, something like last whenever it was this what, last weekend, so Easter, there, the Facebook feed was flooded with churches just pounding it out, right? So you got to see a whole spectrum of how the body operates, how they hold worship services. The right. ones that I could not watch were the ones who were forcing behind the pulpit uh, 20 yards away, could not hear the pastor, but they threw money behind it, like sponsored it or something. I, I could not. I couldn't handle it. Yeah. It was too much. Yeah, yeah. And and that, I would agree with that one. The not being able, and it, it's not, it's not even, I said not being able. This is not a not being able to. This is a not willing to change, like you're saying. Um, and that's the thing that I think, it's not that hard. Like, and like you said, a camera 20 yards away, you're still standing behind the pulpit. Honestly, here's my biggest recommendation for pastors. If you want to continue to preach in your church, at least do something just a little bit differently. So go ahead, set your phone up. If you want to do vertical mode, that's fine. I would suggest horizontal, but Hey, vertical is fine. Go ahead and do it. However, when you do that, get as close to the phone as possible. So let your, let your stage, let your pulpit be back there, but just get a little bit closer. And if you don't, if there is a, 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 I don't even want to say necessarily a doctrinal or a theological type of thing. If there is a, a core belief inside you that says I have to minister from the pulpit each and every week. Cool. That works but you have nobody in your church building right now. So bring the camera close, set that thing up on the pulpit or right behind the pulpit for you. So at least they can see you it's close to you. And then you're able to be heard, you know, with clarity. I think that's one of my biggest concerns is that it's just a lack of willingness to even think outside of our, our traditions, our, customs are what we're used to doing. It's like, just try something different, be yeah. able to. So, yeah. yeah, no, that that's, that's, that's a huge one. And which flows into what I would say would be my number two, but whatever this is, number three, um, is, is Mike like audio, which we learned in the beginning, but this is several years down the road. Now we need to pass on our knowledge. Audio is so much more important than video. So if you if you are one of those who believes I can't leave but from behind the pulpit, this is where it is. Like mm-hmm. Josh was saying, bring the camera up or invest in one piece of equipment, like a lavalier corded mic thing. It's like thirty bucks maximum, something yes. like that. They're super inexpensive, but let the people hear you because I can't I can't even hear you from thirty feet away. I can't hear you whenever Mama's shaking the cell phone because she wants to make sure you. I can't hear you. Her fingers are over the port that that the audio comes into. Correct. Just, there's some small things like that that would go a super long way, and you could stay behind the pulpit. Yeah. It maybe even shift it. I don't know. Give a new perspective because what we're doing is we're saying nothing has changed, and I understand we want to give consistency to the people that the word never changes, the gospel never changes, Jesus is the same yesterday, today. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. But 
there's a lot that's changed in our world. There is. And our perspective on things have changed. I think maybe just, you know, yeah, a and, little gift. And, and that audio is, again, it's so important. It's why I'm saying change things up. Get that camera a little bit closer to you. I mean, th- here's what people don't realize about phones. And they should realize this. This thing is meant to talk on. The microphone is here. You, you see how close that is to your mouth? Now, what do you think happens when this thing is 20 yards away? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's you, get the, the mouth as close to the microphone as possible. Now, I know if you're trying to do video, that's hard. But even if you think about this for video chats, have they improved the microphone on this? Absolutely. But most video chats are meant to be at arm's length. So at yep. arm's length is kind of the operating distance for most cell phone microphones. If you need to be beyond that, you really need to get a microphone. Um, and yes, I understand that is difficult now because apparently microphones are deemed non-essential as well, which means that you don't get it in two days shipping anymore. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's the case. Um, but hey, so here's one of them that I have. Here's one of my the biggest mistakes that I see churches doing violating copyright laws. Oh yeah. Blatant violation of copyright laws. And the worst part about this is they're doing it to other Christians. So here's, here's an example. I've seen this from several churches. They are downloading a video, a YouTube video, and it's a worship song. They are downloading it, editing to put it into their broadcast and then just playing it. That's wrong. Just flat out. It's wrong. You should not be doing that. If you want to use that video, reach out to them, reach. Now I know it's hard to reach out to the artists. It's hard to reach out to the recording labels. You know why it's hard? Because they really don't want you doing it. That's how they're making money. And when you start doing that and sharing it, you think, well, I mean, it's not like I'm making any money. No, but you're taking their content and their ability to make money. They could still make money on that if you just shared the video with your people. One of the things that we did at church on Sunday, we didn't have worship because quite frankly, I just don't have the time to do it. So what I wound up doing instead was I wound up taking this and I took the like YouTube just compiled my favorite Easter worship songs, created a playlist for it. And then after the service was over, after I had done with our, our stream, I wound up sharing that link both on Facebook and on YouTube and just flat out told them, I was like, Hey, go watch this. So then what winds up happening is that at least the artist is getting the views, they're getting the eyeballs, they're getting the attention, and that's how they can make some of the money. And so that's one of those, uh, those kind of hard things. Um, he, actually, here's a good comment on this, and, and I love that this just popped up here. Uh, Mike is saying that you can get permission through CCLI. You actually can't get permission to do that. What you do is with CCLI, their license allows you yourself to do that. It does not allow you to steal somebody else's work. It doesn't allow you to pass somebody else's work off as your own. To clarify, <clears throat> to clarify, you're talking about taking someone else's video and posting it on as as your own or part of your package. Correct. Correct. Okay. The Christian Copyright License International, <laughs> what it does, and here's the thing, most people only have a license 
for your Sunday morning services. In order to do anything online, you have to get a separate license that's actually a streaming license. And so that's one of those things that most aren't even doing that. And so you would need to do that. You'd need to get that type of a license. But even at that, all that does is allows you to do your own reproduction of it. So like we did that a few weeks back and we, we don't use, we don't have a worship band or anything. So we wound up purchasing and we have a subscription through, um, icing worship. And so it's an, it's a basically like loop tracks, uh, built into an iPad. And so we're able to do it there and it displays and projects the lyrics. So we pay for that to be able to use that, but you can't just use that on itself. You still have to have the CCLI license. And then we wound up getting the streaming license as well. Now here's where a lot of other churches are having an issue because they're doing that. They've got the streaming license and they've done their own production, but they're still getting flagged by Facebook and YouTube. And they're saying, Hey, this is a copyright claim. And basically it is the music producer. It's the recording artist. It's the album, you know, whatever that is. Those are the ones that are actually saying, no, this is our song and we own it. And what it's saying, especially on YouTube is it's giving you a claim and it's saying, Hey, somebody could monetize this. They could put an ad on your channel, even if you don't want ads on your channel. And they are still within their legal right to do that because they own that work. The song, the music, everything belongs to them. All those licenses are doing is just giving us permission to do it in a either live setting or a streaming setting, depending on the license that you have. And so that's kind of the thing, but I'm, I'm flat out seeing churches just completely doing it. Even one of, uh, one of the other Christian YouTubers that I know, um, David, uh, Wesley, and you oh, guys yeah. might know yeah, him yeah. as well. So he does like, you've probably seen it. Uh, he's got like this in Christ alone and it's a virtual choir, multiple it's him churches, multiple times, right? That Not one? that one within Christ alone, he wound up getting, I don't know how many people from around the world that all put stuff in. And so it's a true virtual choir that he did. And this takes him months to do. And there are churches that are taking it and just putting it in on their own and thinking that that's okay. Not even asking permission. And then afterwards, when YouTube lets them know, then reaching out and asking for forgiveness. And it's like... <laughs> come on church, we're better than this. And you can't, you can't claim ignorance. You, you really can't. There's enough knowledge out there. There's enough people out there that are in the know. Just, just don't do it. And if it feels like, Oh, well, I wonder if I should, here's the thing. If you have to use third party apps outside of the platform you're on to get something, chances are the platform doesn't want you to take it in the first place. So, I mean, if you've noticed, there are certain times on YouTube or on Facebook, rather on Facebook, there are certain things that you can right click and save somebody's photo because they've set it up in such a way that you can have it. They've made it public and there it is. And part of Facebook's terms of services, that's what you're going to do. YouTube doesn't have that feature. Why? Because you're not supposed to do it. Yeah. It's yours. Now, are there times that people will do that? Absolutely. If you're going to do that reach out to the person who actually created it, the YouTube channel that made it, the artist that has it, and just ask them, hey, would it be cool if I've done that? I've, I've actually done that myself. 
I've reached out and I've asked them for the original copies. And a lot of times they don't have the original copies. So I'll use a third party software to try to, you know, capture that. But I do ask permission. And the very few times that you can get around this, and this is not legal opinion, I am not a lawyer, so I'm not giving you this, is fair use. But fair use means that you have to actually add to the value and you can't use it in its entirety. And the other part about fair use is it's a legal defense. It's not a legal right. So you're already wrong when you're starting to use it and you're just using that as the defense for them being right. So there, there's my high horse. Stop breaking well, here, copyright let me, laws. Let me drag you down off the high horse. Here, here's my perspective on it. Look, if if we're if we're being lazy, if we're not doing our jobs, if we're just trying to get one buy on somebody, if we're you, you know what you're doing. We're Christians. Let's have a little integrity here. Mm-hmm. But if if you're scrambling and you don't know the whole ignorance thing, and you don't know what you're doing, and you're just grabbing stuff, because we really are out there. I, I'm one of those ignorant people from time to time. I'm constantly learning and growing on what's legal, what's illegal, what's fair use, what's not. And because I like to use clips in my videos from different sources, different places. You know, we uh, we were doing a live stream, for example, uh, the other day, Jesse and I were doing a live stream, and I grabbed some Rin Collective music off, the, off one of their YouTube videos. And I got to thinking, you know, I'm already... A quarter of the way through the live stream and I had it playing for the first couple seconds you know just to have something for people to come into yeah. I got to thinking whoops that probably you know that that's how they make a living but yeah. I, I think there needs to be a little bit of grace for all of us who are learning uh, you know I, I get that Rin Collective you know that's how they make their bread and butter but if we use 10 seconds, 30 seconds of a clip of their video and we're, you know, we're learning and growing, learn and grow. If I stole Joshua's video off of YouTube and put it up because I was too lazy to preach my own sermon or if I needed to use, you know, 30 minutes of it or 15 minutes of it, whatever, to fill some space, I'm being lazy. <laughs> and, you know, somebody needs to speak up. But for the for those of us who are learning and growing and we find a mistake and we're like, oh, man. Like, cause I had some questions when we first started doing the streaming side with with our crew. It was like, oh, you need a different license for this. You can't. It doesn't work right, just like right. it works in church. Whoops. Yep. We got to do some. We got to do some homework here. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing. It's like I I don't want you to think when you're hearing me come down hard that I think you're all evil heavens and deserve to no. rot don't in back up. a fiery pit. Don't what? back up. You're bad cop. I'm good cop. Keep going. No, no, no. But what I do think is that you know that that's just not right. Somewhere inside you, you know that it's not right because you're sitting here and thinking, well, how do we do it? Oh, well, I guess I could just do this. If it's really easy, chances are it's not right. (laughs) It's like, and here's the thing. How hard is it to just ask somebody else? Just ask somebody, hey, what about this? You know, could I, is it okay to do this? And guess what? Google is your best friend. Really? Just ask Google. Yeah, ask it. That's a, that's a huge thing, man. Because I think we come from a culture of if we can find it on Google and we can right-click and copy, save image as. Uh-oh. Floating coffee hand. Here it comes. Oh, and then we need a sound effect for this. Oh. We do. I'm thinking I just need like an... I don't know, some animated gift to like pop up on the screen and start running across that's, you know, uh, somebody running with coffee. <laughs> like a, like a literal with wings floating coffee coming through. Yes. Ooh. 
Anyway, we come from a Anyways. we come from a culture that if we can find it on Google, we're gonna right click, we're gonna copy it, we're gonna import it. We don't care where it came from; just get it into our get it into our flow. And you, you know, correct. There, and which I understand, but there's there's limits to it. You you know the internal ping of I just took somebody's I just took somebody's property and I'm using it as my own. Yep. Yep. You know, pay pay proper respects. That's that's all you're saying. Agreed. All right. I got one more that I want to give here, and then we're going to kind of wrap up with this. We'll have some more for the others. Uh, this one is a huge one, and I am seeing this in church groups. So on Facebook, a lot of different church groups, whether it be church communication, whether it be you know pastors, whether it's small church, whether it's big church, whatever. There's a thing out there that YouTube actually says we will delete your channel all of its contents and suspend you from being able to ever use the platform again if you do sub for sub and there are churches doing it because is this a real thing no not even joking here's what's happening this isn't even a real thing i'm not taking this seriously churches no have just now realized that oh wait maybe we should be on youtube how do we tell our people where to go to youtube Oh, wait, you have to have 100 subscribers before you can have a custom URL? Well, I know how to get 100 subscribers. Hey, everybody here in the church group, if you'll subscribe to my channel, I'll subscribe to your channel. I'm telling you right now, people, YouTube is not that dumb. And the reason they say don't do this is because what you do is you actually harm the system because you're inflating numbers. And the numbers don't watch because... You are not watching those other hundred churches. You don't care what that pastor's preaching on Sunday. You only care what you're preaching on Sunday. And you ain't watching them, so stop subscribing to them. Just just so you can try to beat the system, knock it off. Do it the hard way, the way that Jared and I have done it, the way that took us years to do it. You know how you do it? Create good content that people actually want to watch. And then they subscribe. I got a question for you. Yes. What is the age limit where you're able to jump onto YouTube? Is it 13 or 16? Like as you're 13. It's 13? Yeah. I feel I feel like we're counseling a 13-year-old who just got his <laughs> channel. <laughs> don't you? It's like, "All right guys, don't steal all the, you have to make your own content. Don't steal other people's content." Oh, and also, look, sub for sub is kind of stupid because yes. it's actually going to hurt your channel in the end. But, I mean, it you will go hog wild on all of it. It will. And I know, I personally know at least a dozen other YouTubers that had their channels deleted <laughs> before YouTube finally said, we will ban you from the platform altogether. And some of them have even had to be banned and they had to create a whole new email account because they shut down everything. It's like, you can't log into YouTube with that email anymore. And it, this is a real thing. What you're doing is you're messing with YouTube system of how they recommend content to people. Because what they're saying is if people like watching this, well, maybe more people will like watching it. We're going to put more out there. You want to know why there are YouTube channels with billions of views and millions of subscribers? People love watching their stuff. Yes. People love watching funny cat videos. Yes. People love watching people fail at things. People love watching Dude Perfect make crazy trick shots. They do it. And yes, people actually like watching and listening to PewDiePie. It's real. And so if you want your channel to grow, your church's YouTube channel to grow, 
First, figure out the platform. Figure out what people are doing. With YouTube specifically, here's one of the things. Most of your 30, 40, 50, 60 minute sermons will not fly on YouTube. And I'm telling you, as somebody who likes to watch sermons, most YouTube sermons, I don't even make it 30 seconds in. Because it's like, ain't nobody got podcast. time for this. That's a podcast, brother. While you're cutting the lawn, that's a <laughs> right. podcast. Right. Hey, I do I do want to address something that you said, because yeah. you said they'll only watch your stuff. And I don't believe that's true anymore. Um, and I want to take some of the pressure off of smaller churches or churches who are just coming onto these, these media platforms, and that you don't have to do everything. Actually, we were walking down the ag road the other day. I was super frustrated about not being able to produce the content that I want to produce for my church and the reach that I want to get out there, you know, yada, yada, yada. We're all in it. And my wife says, what are you trying to do? Like you're trying to reach the world. I'm like, yeah, babe, I'm trying to reach the world. Great commission. It's my time. This is it. You know, making video. And she says, no, 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 no. Uh, maybe you just need to be faithful with what God has entrusted to you. You know, why don't why don't you just use the skills that you have? Because do you think that your congregation is what you have to go? What is it? Okay, I got you. Uh, she says, do you think your do you think your congregation is just listening to you and you alone? They're taking in multiple. Right. Multiple venues, multiple uh, sermons, multiple worship sessions, and that's the beauty of this time is you don't have to carry – I don't have to carry the entire load. If they're not getting all of it from me, I can link Josh yeah. and say there's similar content. I can link – I'm shooting uh, the video Check content for a fellow – a sister church in our town. They're doing amazing stuff. It looks it looks and sounds, and they're right on the money, amazing, that we're not able to do with our homegrown style. And it's like, just link it up. Link it up. For sure. Check them out. And, and that kind of goes look. to the same thing about the, like the, the worship stuff, where our church's YouTube channel, we shared these other worship songs. We just put it out there. So, yeah, it's it's not that hard. So. I don't know. I think those are some good things. We would love to hear what you guys have. If you've got some more of these top mistakes that churches are making with online video, make sure you let us know in the comments and let us know what's going on. Uh, I want to wrap this up here in just a couple minutes, but we have another segment that we're going to start bringing in here. What is and it? This is I going to be wait. For like a pastors react. Okay. To Christian memes. Now, I have not seen these ahead of time. My son has compiled these and given them to me. So the formatting on the screen may be wrong. And for those of you that are listening to the podcast and you can't see this, well, I'll do my best to describe it. All right, you ready? Here's the first one. Being a friend, bringing a friend to church. <laughs> Truth. That is that is true. That that is good. That is good. I feel like that is the expression of every visitor who's ever come into <laughs> into my particular church. It's right. Like, okay. And, and for those that that couldn't see that, uh, it's essentially from uh, the Incredibles, where one is like all eager and excited, leaning forward, and the other one has a shocked face on there. Um, that is accurate. All right. That was good. Number two, when you practice that song all week. And they decide not to sing it on Sunday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Little Steve Harvey action right there. Oh, yes. So good. I'm, I'm one of those people, though, that like I know three words to a song. And I'm just I sing those three words all week long. And then whenever it doesn't show up on Sunday, I'm like, no, that's it. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Uh, just, here we go. You keep using that Bible verse. I, I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> 
Inconceivable. Oh, oh man. My son knows me so you. well. A little Princess Bride action. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, Marvel villain or Hillsong pastor? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, oh, well done. That was well done. These memes are incredible. Well done. That was good. Whoever's making these memes, yeah, more, great job, guys. All right, and finally, sir, why do you think you have a child's ticket? Because I'm a child of God. <laughs> no, no. Ah, oh, there we go. Mm-mm. Here we go. All right. Well, that was our segment. Pastors react to Christian memes or what does it all meme or I don't know. Those were good. If you guys have got a name for that segment, let us know. We're going to continue to add some of these in. Logan's uh, hooking us up. And so we've got lots to go with. Man, this uh, is great. This is like a roller coaster ride. I can't wait to see what's next. Do we have another segment? Uh, no, we do not have another segment. The next segment is called, I am going to end this stream and try to figure out why, why, oh, why this didn't happen. Cause you have to get going. Is that correct? I, I do. I have a few more minutes, but I think my oh. wife is telling me I need to get going. Well, if you have here. a couple more minutes, let me look back through the chat real quick and just see if there were any uh, questions here. Um, uh, let's see, my son. What you gonna do when YouTube won't give you comments, brother? <laughs> what you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Good, good call. Um, I will layeth the smacketh down on the YouTube. Um, <laughs> Andrew, he says we moved into a new church on April first. So yeah, great timing. We recorded Ooh. our first services there because it was a great opportunity to practice. Last week I recorded in my sunroom. Better. He said he's still trying to figure out worship at the church uh, to prepare for a future live stream capability. Um, cool, man. Congrats and, on the new space. Yeah, and he says this is a great time to test things out. So absolutely, it definitely, definitely is. Um, yeah, we had Henry hopping in. He's saying great to see you both. Absolutely. Uh, several people hopping in and as well on the chats and watching. Um, let's see. There's your wife saying you got to be ready. Um, Dustin saying happy Thursday, gentlemen, uh, Mayfield up, noticing the floating coffee hand as well. And Diana coming in with, uh, yes, you should definitely do a podcast. And then she's laughing at all of the memes. So dude, Diana Gladney killing it on Instagram. Have you seen her stuff here recently? I mean, her stuff has always been good, but I mean, she's hit next level on Instagram. I, I find every post that she makes applicable. Like, I'm just learning so much right now. Right. I said I had to send her a text today. I'm like, Diana, you're killing it. But Diana, if, if you're still on, you're, you are doing amazing. Right. Yep, yep. You're right in the zone, girl. Keep going. Absolutely. And then Wayne Riz so helpful. got here for the end of the stream segment. So What's up, man? we love you, Wayne. Good to see you. Miss you, brother. All right, well, that's all we guys, we've got for you guys this week. Um, if you have got some ideas that you would love the Vlog Pastors to discuss here on the oh. Vlog Pastors podcast, well, make sure you let us know, send them our way. And if not, then what you're going to get next week is Jared and I pontificating for about an hour because we can, and we have no idea what it'll be about Sounds until, fantastic. like, I don't know, 20 minutes before we'll decide what we're going to talk about. Sounds fantastic. That's just the way we roll. All right, so there you go. Guys, stay blessed. Enjoy God's best. Jared, you got something for him? Yeah. Hope you guys are tasting and seeing the extravagant love of God. We love you. See ya. <laughs>